Happy Friday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed your week. Before I get into introducing our guests, make sure that you check everything out on daltonkjensen.com. Make sure that you also leave a review for me on iTunes because Apple changed up the way that they're doing podcasts. Also, uh, you're probably not following me on iTunes anymore because Apple deleted a few followers and made it made it harder for downloads to happen. So if that is the case, go ahead and hit the top right plus button on Apple. Leave me a review that helps me out a ton with Apple. They're kind of they're kind of coming back. It's Apple v Spotify in this podcast game, and uh, it, it will help me out a ton. And with that being said, let me introduce Tracy Archuleta and Chance Harris with Imagine 8 Creations. They're an augmented reality marketing team. Uh, You you may remember Chance from the 420 V-Boys interview I did a while ago, Um, but now they're back with their own business and they're absolutely crushing it. And they're very bullish on this market. And it is going to be a big one. Augmented reality marketing, when we sat down and talked about it, was absolutely phenomenal. So without further ado, Tracy Archuleta and Chance Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. Cool. Well, Tracy and Chance, Image 8 Creations, mm-hmm. right? Okay, cool. So you guys are in like the AR space, and yes. I've seen some of Chance's posts on uh, like what that is, like AR codes. But mm-hmm. why don't you tell me like in your own words and for the first time people here, right? Like what, what do you guys got going on? Yeah, absolutely. So Image 8 Creations is an augmented reality project management design firm. And so what we do is we work from ideation to uh, execution. And a lot of people, they get kind of caught up in that ideation area. And that's our expertise, especially with augmented reality, because it, your imagination is the limitation. And what we do is we can take your imagination and we can drop it into real time viewing. So a lot of people don't know what augmented reality is and augmented reality is unlike virtual reality where you're emerged through goggles into a different reality, different sound, different views around you. It's us dropping images, sound or text into real time viewing via through your mobile device. Yeah. And so you can see it's, are you familiar with Snapchat or the Pokemon go? How they drop those things in the real time viewing and you can walk around on the street and you can see the street right in front of you through your phone. (laughs) But then you see a little character running by you through your phone. That's augmented reality. So it just brings it into real time viewing for you. Oh, that's pretty sweet. So how did you guys, how did you guys get started with it? So that's an interesting question. Um, I have a very long history in the marketing communication space, 32 years uh, in the marketing communication space and um, very fascinated in print. And I went back to work with a company. I'd been independent for 20 years and went back to work with a company and they introduced me to augmented reality about eight years ago. Oh, wow. And I was was probably like, like right when it happened. Like right when it was coming out, mm-hmm. right when it was getting big, huh? Well, well, actually, when everybody was starting to recognize it, augmented reality has been around since the yellow lines on the football field. Okay. That's augmented uh, reality. <laughs> All right. So there's right. just been different forms, and it actually came about more in the manufacturing industry and um, a lot of the more technical aspects where they could utilize it and do mixed reality, a little bit of virtual, a little bit of, of augmented, and um, do a lot of designs, real intricate designs. So that's why I was excited about it. Coming from the marketing space, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm right here in Utah. I have Larry H. Miller. We have yeah. Maverick. We have 
all these great companies, you know, that we can go and do these cool things. And we were just coming like the Olympics wasn't too far. So we're known now, you know, we've had a lot more recognition since the Olympics, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So I thought they'd be more open. No, nobody <laughs> could wrap their, nobody could wrap their head around it. Yeah. So the company I was with actually ended up dropping it all together. And then um, several years later, as it was coming back into the market through um, QR codes, right? Okay, that take yeah. you to a static landing page. Um, this AR started emerging again. The technology started getting stronger and it was just started to be more recognized in the marketing space. And so I was actually working for the corporate company and they had given me this product based on my experience. And so I started evangelizing it again in the United States and Canada. That's those were my markets. Yeah, yeah. And then um, there was just a shift in uh, the management, the direction they wanted to go. So they ripped our, our specialized department. And I took some time off for a little while. And then Chance came to me and was like, you know, I'd really like to start a business. <laughs> and I says, you know what? I have the perfect one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's, let's do it um, around emerging technology of augmented mm -hmm. reality. It's right there in the market. It's in the face of the market right now. And yeah. we're in the perfect position because I was already tied in with the elite vendors, uh, that the top vendors on a no-code engine and also on a code engine. So we got the best of both platforms yeah. to deploy from. Wow. So that's what we decided to do. And Holy then with cow. the background, it just all came forward. Yeah, and no kidding. So, so when you say like, so when you say like AR marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So how, what does that look like? Like for, why would a company choose to do like AR marketing versus, or like, why would they add it to their, bucket, right? Thank you. That's a great question. First mm -hmm. off, it um, increases customer engagement 10 times. Okay. The, um, so really with marketing, what you want to do is evoke an emotion, right? Yeah. So augmented reality through the means of print is the only true way that you can evoke an emotion by hitting all five senses. So when you look in, and tap into the psychology of marketing and you've done the research and all the 32 yeah. years of experience <laughs> in the psychology and, and so forth and testing of things, it really is a means to be able to leverage your marketing dollars and put it into space and get different customer interaction and loyalty yeah. that ultimately leads to revenue. Yeah. The other benefit is nowadays with the opt-in, the way that the laws are changing, you now have to opt-in. So augmented reality is a good way to include it into existing apps, which the pendulum's going to start swinging that way again. Mm. And, and again, get that customer loyalty that um, obviously turns to revenue, right? Which is the bottom line of business. Yeah. I, when I, so you mentioned QR codes mm -hmm. and I remember when those kind of first came out and you had to have like special app, like now you're now my iPhone can like, is a QR scanner. Right. right? Um, but I remember like when QR codes first came out and like they were, they were like new nobody really knew what to do with them. You had to get like a special mm -hmm. app right. for like QR codes. And now they're like everything like on our, on our CBD, we have QR codes on the label. Yes. So like, if you want to refill, you just hit the code. It takes you back to that exact same product mm -hmm. and you just buy it right there. So I'm like, that's really cool. And I feel like from what you're telling me, that's kind of like what's happening with AR. So, so like AR marketing. So, um, like, so what does that look like? What does that look like from a consumer perspective? How do you, how do you. So are you familiar with the um, 19 crimes, the, the wine 
You okay. see it a lot in okay. spirits. And yeah, then you okay. saw the Burger King commercial with the artist. I forget his name. Excuse me right now. Snoop Dogg, <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. And he's dancing yeah, on yeah, the yeah. burger, right? Right, right, um, right, right. So what that does for the consumer is it it, got, it gains awareness, right? Okay, it's, so it's, that's what you're yes, kind of doing. Yes, it's a different, okay. it's a media-rich communication that keeps people coming back in top of mind. So the way that you... Because you're like unique, right? Yeah. yeah and you're, you're like, you're I've unique. never seen this before. Right. Okay. Think of all the other things that were played out on, right? And <laughs> right. Yeah, with yeah. all honesty. Um, yeah, and and yeah, in print, yeah. they're moving into embellishment and so forth, which is really cool. However, in the marketing space, we're really tapped out in what we can do in print. And that's still a number one means of, of communication is yeah. print media. Print, yeah. So when we can take print media and put it into an interactive, media-rich communication and make it evergreen and change that message up on the fly and give you organic data and analytics. That's huge in the marketing Yeah, that space. is. Yeah, that is big. It really is. And when you're driving your business off data and you have organic data that you can drive it from, unlike yeah. a lot of the other platforms, they're not giving you an organic space of data. It's almost impossible nowadays with their social and digital media out there to get an organic space of data. Whereas augmented yeah. reality, when we host the deployment of the experience, mm -hmm every experience that comes through there, we can see and we can look at it. So you, 420 V-Boys, you're familiar with them, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We activated their AR code on um, April 20th, right? For their baby bath show to hit on May 21st. So that was literally, what, a 31 day mm -hmm. um, exposure, hard exposure, if you will. We launched it on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, over four people, mm -hmm. literally. Um, they went into three additional countries besides the United States, over 20 states mm -hmm. and over 70 cities in 30, in 30 days, 31 yeah. days. Yeah. That's unheard of. And the performance rate was 5.9% higher than Google mm -hmm. ads can deliver. Yeah. So when you can take AR and deliver that message and get those <laughs> analytics, you're keeping your job for a long time if you're a chief marketing officer. For real. For real. Yeah. Yep. yeah no kidding. Mm -hmm. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. You're pulling new audiences. And you're delivering a new experience that leads to customer loyalty and brand recognition. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I got to take your word on that one. And there's and there's no reason why it isn't true, because my experience in marketing, it blows my mind that print marketing is still like like direct mailers and stuff yeah. is still like a great way to market. It it's, it's crazy. I mean, I get it. Right. But I'm like, when we're when, you know, I was in the automotive industry and then we were in, you know, I've, I've sold in a, a few different industries. We are also brought to you guys by Monarch Social. Now, Monarch Social isn't just another social media marketing company because they're going to take care of you on all your digital marketing fronts from SEO to beautifully designed websites to custom videography. And if you want to know more about that, you got to check out the video they did for me uh, on the Thinking Project Facebook group um, because it was absolutely phenomenal. They absolutely killed it. Morgan and his team take really good care of you. They walk you through every step of the process and the communication is on point. So if you need a custom video, a beautifully designed website, if you need uh, custom social media ad campaigns, Monarch Socials, where it's at. They also have a podcast they release every Friday where they bring you a ton of value. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com, or you can find them wherever uh, you're on social media because they're probably there too. So check them out, monarchsocialbrand.com and get your digital marketing rolling. You know, every time we were sitting in a meeting, like, how do we, how do we like get our name out there? I'm like, guys, it sounds crazy, but like print media, That's like correct. social media and like direct mail, mm -hmm. yes. like and, and direct mail is so cheap. It's kind of weird how, well, <laughs> how backwards it, it feels to me. Right. Cause I'm a millennial dude. 
I just, I don't, I don't look at anything that's not on Facebook or right. Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Well, interestingly enough, um, there's still the four pillars and people that are listening to this podcast that are older mm. in my generation will appreciate this. And the reason mm. being is because those four pillars are still word of mouth, direct mail, TV, and radio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just how it is. And now you yeah, have your yeah, podcast, yeah. which is a form of radio, right? right and right, augmented right. reality is kind of merged within TV and radio and print. So, mm-hmm. um, and we're deploying it. And again, just happened into all those senses that evokes emotion that leads to brand loyalty and leads to revenue. So there's a science behind it. But when you, um, when you look into the social and digital and how you can leverage augmented reality through your, your, your URLs, and through your AR codes and where you can put those, again, you're you're kind of doing a double tap, right? Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. doing it through your traditional and then you're getting it as an, a secondary exposure through your augmented reality. Like, um, again, the 420 V-Boys and yeah. then we have some others, OG Cannabis, they just put their their um, AR code out there and they're mm-hmm. saying, hey, take a picture of our logo and post it. So that's oh, a secondary cool. way like of to getting get an exposure. Engagement yes, and like and people engagement. having fun with it. And people are doing mm. that all the time. So there's a lot of different yeah, forms. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, to engage um, interaction in your in your fans. Yeah. Right? Maybe there's an artist that can't be there at an event, but he can do what's called a hologram, and we can mm-hmm. drop him in, and you can stand right there and have a conversation with him if you want to. <sighs> oh, geez. You are know? you serious? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Wow, so, what a cool... Yeah. That, that's way cool. So look, I want to backtrack just a little bit, because one of the big things of this podcast is like our journey started. And I like, I like these unique industries and these unique business ideas because a lot of people think you have to go like a traditional route, right? Like I got to find a product, I got to sell a product or, or like I got to fight, you know, especially like in marketing, right? Like I'm going to open up a traditional digital marketing firm or consulting company. And then I'm going to fight with these fight with for market share. Right. Right. And like, especially in Utah, like everybody Mm -hmm. in there, their dog has a business, which is great. <laughs> but one of the reasons I like the unique ones is because it jogs people's memories and it, and it makes people think like, I don't have to go to a traditional one. I can, I can find something different. So like my the question for chance, like what made you go to Tracy and want to start this business? And like, you wanted to start a business and what made you think of this? Like, like I, I you know what I mean? I kind of got it from Tracy, but I'm curious. Yeah, for you. absolutely. So uh, my point of view is, what was leading into me becoming an entrepreneur and mm. having uh, my brainchild image creations come to fruition, come to reality, yeah. you know? Uh, and so a lot of people don't know this, but Tracy, she is my mother okay. and I have watched her <laughs> evangelize augmented reality. And I have watched her go to, you know, these okay. meetings and talk about it and do these things and say, Hey, why aren't you getting on board with this? And that was one of the reasons is, being in all the roles that I started out being in and moving my way through those and realizing, holy cow, I cannot do this mundane work lifestyle anymore. And then realizing, well, I'm great with people. I love giving them a good experience and I love to create. And so when I'm able to take all of those things, augmented reality, (laughs) (laughs) and I can bring somebody's vision to life, especially with the help of my mother, Tracy, my (laughs) business partner, Tracy, because I know that there was knowledge that I held, but there was also yeah. knowledge that I needed to gain more of an understanding on and learn the processes yeah. too. And who better than to learn <laughs> it from than the woman I've been learning from my whole life, you know? Yeah. So that's <laughs> crazy. I don't know. I didn't, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. I forgot that. Did you tell me that before we started this? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think you did. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? When, well, when chance reached out to me, mm-hmm. she was like my, my partner. 
And, you know, I'm just like, okay, yeah, like I, I knew oh, Chance. Yeah. I knew that we, we'd had it. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. Look, right, like I said before we started, yeah. like I really don't say no to people. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a there, I, there's a, only one group that I say no to, really. Yeah. And and it's it, most people, it would be hard to come out and say, hey, I'm working yeah. with my family. But, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. And a lot of people say, hey, don't mix family and business. But we have such a strong relationship. And yeah. we work so very well together and we both hold yeah. different viewpoints, different knowledge We're she's the older generation. I'm the <laughs> yeah. new coming in, you know? And so right. the way that we see things, it's very different. And when we're able to come together at the round table and say, Hey, this, Hey, this, Hey, this, you know, I, I yeah. see it going this way, but I see it going this way. Okay. Yeah. And then for us to collect that knowledge together and say, okay, well, this is what we need to do moving forward. If we want to reach all of here. <laughs> okay. And yeah. so the different viewpoints, it's really, it's spectacular because we'll have, we'll have our disagreements here and there, but ultimately we have respectful dialogue where we can each learn some just yeah. more things from each other, from what we've learned over the years. And as we continue to learn moving through this augmented reality <laughs> lifestyle together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good word. Lifestyle, oh, yeah. right? I'm a, being an entrepreneur, yeah. I yeah. shared with you that I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years mm -hmm. and, um, had some really good highlights, but I'll tell you, I've drugged my kids through a lot of, <laughs> a lot we, of the trials and tribulations. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with mixing family and business. You mm -hmm. just got to do it the right way. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You might be able to get, you might be able to get away with your friends mm -hmm. by not, not nailing down some things or, or leaving some loose ends. You might get away with it, but when you're family, you got to tie them all up. And it, yeah. but it, but, and I'm saying that like, cause I, my, my career has kind of turned into like sales into like business ops. So mm -hmm. like uh, my degree is in accounting and I love the back end of, of business. So like all the stuff that business owners don't want to do, like, I actually really like that, you know? So, <laughs> right, so point so, me pointing at Tracy, <laughs> right, right, right. Cause I'm like, cause you know, they just want to create stuff and, yes. and my creativity shines and it's weird, like shines in like numbers and, and, and accounting, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, so I like that. Um, but people sometimes are afraid to go into business with their family. And I'm just like, you just got to tie up the loose ends. You oh just got to make sure it's buttoned down. Yeah, you do. And I think that you also need to understand, like Chance was saying, your strengths mm. and where they come into play. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, you like the back. End. I like to know the back end of business too. And that's what yeah. has given me my mm -hmm. strengths is to be able to take a product or a, an idea, which is the hardest to sell right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, bring yeah, it yeah. into fruition from ideation to execution. And that's the biggest thing is if you can't, if you can't execute it, it's just, it's still an idea. Yeah. So it's just lingering there. Right. Yeah. Um, so with regards to understanding the back end of everything, you really have to have that strength and everybody play their role. Yeah. 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 You got, yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's the thing, right? It, cause I, cause I've actually, one of the other things I was going to say, Adam, I, I grew up with a mother who the same way she called, she still calls me and is like, Hey, I got this idea. What if we did this? You know? Um, and for, for the thousands of ideas we have, you know, we, we nailed down one or two of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's cool because, uh, not a lot, not a lot of people get that. And so when you can have your mentor also be like in your family and you have someone to look up to and you know, and you have that special relationship. Like that's the hardest part mm -hmm. about finding it like a coach and a mentor. And that's why I'm in the gray area of coaching and mentoring. Oh, like absolutely. I'm not, I'm not ever mad about someone wanting to get some money and, and get, you know, and if they mm -hmm. have something to offer, like go, go get paid for it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I'm also on the side where like, be careful who you, be careful who you coaches are. 
Yeah, and and thank you for saying that because that's um, a large part of the reason mm-hmm. why we chose to start our own business. Also, is because unfortunately, there's a lot of people that don't give you transparent information. Yeah. And you really need transparent information to make good business decisions. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah man. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And, and, you know, we have nothing. I mean, granted, it's our business, but our passion is delivering a, a good business strategy and ways to leverage your business, right? Right. Like, in my career, this is my second peak. Mm. You know, I've had uh, several businesses, and, and I love, I absolutely love seeing uh, somebody else flourish mm-hmm. just by sharing knowledge. Yeah, you yeah, know, with yeah. them and, and the things that I've gone through and have been able to say, Hey, try this or that, you know, and <laughs> yeah. it works. I promise you, if you work it, it works, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, then to see them prosper and, and move on. So our, you know, we're not, um, do with the information what you will, mm. you know, and, and have fun with it. But I yeah. promise if you follow the roadmap, once you share your business idea and so forth with mm. us and, and we work on a roadmap, I promise if you follow it, you know, yeah. you'll, you'll get to where you want to be. Yeah. You know? And th- and see, those are kind of cool, though, because I, I, you know, when you talk about like marketers, right, you get or like, um, you know, business ops, like what I like, um, you know, you're you're invested. And I think I think when you have somebody invested with you in the, in your business, um, that's when you can start to grow. Right. Because my success is your success. Like that's why I like sales, mm-hmm. like because if you don't grow, I don't grow. So, of course, like skin in the game makes a difference. You know, 100%. And I, and I'm glad that you um, said marketer because I always tell Chancey, we're not marketers, we're marketeers. (laughs) (laughs) Marketeers. Yes. And there is, there is a difference. Um, Marketers just look at the surface of things. Mm. Marketeers get involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're your advocates. Mm-hmm. They're your hybrids. They're your marketing and sales. Yeah. We're um, McNeil Printing's marketers. We mm-hmm. get involved with them on a marketing strategy basis and we also help with their sales. Mm-hmm. So we're integrated with their success. Yeah. Well, that I, so interestingly enough, I'm going through getting my bachelor's degree. Like I've graduated since, but w- while we were going through it, you know, it was, there was a clear shift in like QuickBooks you could pay QuickBooks like 50 bucks a month, a hundred bucks a month. And they'll actually mm-hmm. do your books for you. Mm-hmm. You can hire like a person, they'll do it. And which is like really cheap for a, for a, a bookkeeper, right? R- relatively affordable. So we're going through the whole thing. And like, I, I see like all of these kind of, all of these industries are having to switch to more of like consultants, right? Like accounting, like if, if you can pay somebody a hundred bucks to a month to do your books and mm-hmm. they're, and they're good and they're, you know, they, they've got AI so they can track all of these ratios really quickly. Like, why do you need an accountant? Well, like you need an accountant because you get the books, but then you don't know what they mean. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like that, that's kind of like, that's kind of like the marketing thing. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's why I, that's also why I like accounting because the the numbers tell a story. Absolutely. Just like the marketing, we interpret the data and we can save you you a lot of money in, um, (laughs) Well, we had a client in Atlanta that we looked at the data and they were putting a lot of their money into a social campaign and it wasn't even the, the fit mm. of their audience. So looking at it, we shifted a little bit of that revenue and, um, you know, their sales went up tenfold. So it's just a matter of new eyes yeah, on the information. Yeah. Not that you're doing right? anything wrong per se. Sure, you, sure. Just, you don't know what you don't know, right? <laughs> so when you have somebody looking at it and you go, ah, you know what? If we just tweak it right here, if we just do this or that, and it's going to give you this much lift, 
then it makes a huge difference in, in again, the bottom line. It helps your sales team. I mean, it just all yeah. the way around. All yeah. The way around. yeah. 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 That's another great, another great point because when you're looking at starting a business, I mean, you want to be more, you want to lean more towards like the consulting side. You want to be like, Hey, not only am I going to do this, but like I, I have, I have knowledge in this and I can help you in other areas and I can, I can make it all blend together. You know, that's a good brand to have. Like, not just like, like you said, right. I like that marketeer. I like that. That's cool. For, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's way cool. So as far, so as far as, um, how, how long has the business been in place? So image eight creations has actually been in place since February okay, cool. of this year. Okay. Um, prior to that, we've been doing and been active with other things since sure, October sure, sure, sure. of 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so. I mean, cause I mean, that's the other cool part, right? You just kind of, it naturally flows like oh, one absolutely. business flows into yeah. another. And that's the other cool thing, right? Like, you know, I, I like that entrepreneurs aren't married to business ideas, right? Like this ha one has to work <laughs> or, but you know, like if, if, if you see it's not working, like, Hey, let's jump ship and take all the knowledge we learned from that and put it into something else. Or like, you adapt. Hey, like, or like I had one, I don't even like this anymore. Like, I'm a <laughs> Yeah. Right. And that, that's the cool thing because you mentioned something earlier, which yeah. I thought was interesting because the, the way that, um, that the initial business got started was back in 2001. If you remember correctly, the Olympics were coming. Yeah. So I had learned a lot in the print industry and so forth, so in particularly vehicle wraps. I don't know if you remember the Men Love Dodge <laughs> Toyota uh, program and the vehicle wraps many, many, many years ago. I don't, but, ago. I, but I know that. 20 I knew years the, ago, right? <laughs> I, knew the, I knew the GM of, well, I, I know, I knew, I know the previous GM of the Men Love Toyota mm -hmm. right there in Bountiful. Mm -hmm. Wes. Uh, Wes and Wes then he. And Kirk. And Kirk. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. 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 So, um, Kirk Benson actually took a leap of faith with us and was going to go to Vegas on some vehicle wraps and decided to keep it local. And we did the project for him. Oh, cool. Um, I was with Vision. Yeah, Kirk Benson was my boss for like yeah. six <laughs> oh, really? years. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome guy. Awesome yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, so it was with it with color graphics, now vision graphics. And we did the project. And so it gave me the confidence to, to do the bid for the Olympics with the bus wraps. Right. Yeah. Well, we ended up not getting that, um, didn't want it because didn't want to have to rewrap those buses and so forth. Um, ended up leading to a lot of other projects for the Olympics, which was really fun. But what's interesting is everybody else from the, from the Olympics that was in that space, they all started their own agencies. Oh, wow. We didn't. <laughs> okay. We started an interior garage design business. Oh. <laughs> so if you remember when all the garages were getting tricked out along the Wasatch Front. Oh, yeah. That was called Advanced Garage, Interior Garage Design. And okay. we went in and tricked out garages from start yeah. to finish. So so I so I, I remember hearing about that. I didn't I didn't grow up in Utah. Like I wasn't mm -hmm. in Utah during that time. Mm -hmm. But I, but because I was in like, that's where I learned a lot of my marketing was mm -hmm. in like automotive. Right. So mm -hmm. I worked, Good yeah, space. yeah. I worked for Kirk forever, which was a uh, great marketer. Yeah. 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 Oh no. Kirk, mm -hmm. Kirk knew how to like teach sales yes, and he, he knew, and he, he knew how to get stuff. He knew how to turn inventory, man. I like that. <laughs> that is true. He, he knew two things really well. He knew how to, he knew how to turn inventory and he knew how to sell, man. Oh yeah. And so like, do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, but I, I remember hearing about like the garages cause he would, you know, he, he would tell a story. Kirk was also a really good storyteller. It's funny. That, <laughs> I love a good story. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a good, that's your marketing, right? You got to tell a story. Put, and I guess AR right is putting people in the story. Mm -hmm. Well, it is. And that's the whole thing coming back to that too. Another yeah. fun one on that is Ryan Smith who owns 
Oh yeah, um, Qualtrics. Qualtrics, and right? And he owns his jazz, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. His garage was the last one we tricked out. <laughs> so I remember asking him what he did for a living, and he says, "Oh, I'm working on this software company." So it's just it's just fun to like be in that space, and and again, not being yeah. if if you don't like it, move on to something else. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like you're well, not stuck in. Well, everything being serves there, create its purpose, your own. right? Yeah. Like we, like I, I thought for sure that I was going to get my accounting degree, and we were going to be a little entrepreneur accountant, and we were going to go help like a, a thousand businesses with their books and be consultants, and then we st- and we, and we did it, and, and it was fine. But like, then we were involved with taxes, which is, again, it's like fine. But then I was like, eh, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, anymore. Yeah, I was just like, it, it's a very saturated area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of competition, um, typically in like the bookkeeping space, like mm-hmm. solely bookkeepers tend to be like stay at home moms typically. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, and so they're just like, they love it. And I was like, I don't love it enough. Like they love it. Right. So right. I'm, I'm going to take all the knowledge that I learned and we're going to go do something else. You, know? you weren't passionate about it. Well, yeah, I, yeah. But here's the funny thing about passion, right? Like I tell people like, like, I don't know. Cause like I'm, pa- I'm passionate about learning mm-hmm. and that's what I think people should be passionate about because I feel like that's another reason why people don't start is they're like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. And I'm just like, I, I was like, well, you don't really need to be passionate about anything right now. You just need to do something, man. Just hop in the mud. <laughs> like, go, yeah. go right. just figure do something yeah, out. Yeah, be passionate about failing and <laughs> mm-hmm. learning and growing, yeah. right? Like that's what you need to be passionate about. Yeah. And then once you like, once you get some experience, you know, I talked with Eric Espinoza. He was a, he was like um, a venture validator. He helped business owners, you know, like uh, solidify their, their, market like he's like you got a product we'll see if it actually works right um and so but he he said something cool we had a conversation he was like you know a lot lot of people wouldn't know the million dollar idea because you never did your thousand dollar idea right you know what i mean and so that's what i tell people i'm like you'll never have a million dollar idea because you haven't Mm -hmm. even tried you haven't even failed a thousand you haven't even made a thousand (laughs) dollars doing something you think you like (laughs) and i think the other difficulty is a lot of times people get stuck and i've always told chance you know when 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 you don't have it create it when it's not there you know and and some people just don't have that that tenacity or that ability Mm. to to keep that cadence going day after day and in in and out and and you know the, the trials and the tribulations and so unfortunately those good ideas that start out really good and they have the momentum. They just don't have the, the, the motivation or somebody there to keep them going. Right. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. really hard to get over that, that hump mm-hmm. of the new business and getting all those processes in place and getting all your ducks in a row and, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, actually yeah. doing the selling and doing the books and running the whole thing. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so well, yeah. They get like people get overwhelmed, but that's why, that's why I love, but that's why I love all the unique ideas. That's why I love all the, and that's why, that's why I said like I'm in the gray area with coaches. Cause one of the reasons I like coaches is because that's something, that's something that if you, if you can find to do right, it's a great way to like get out there, get your name out there, like start working and start meeting people, start networking with people. Um, yeah. So that's why, yeah, that's why it's like, that's why it's a gray area for me. And And some people don't like that. I say that, but. It is what it is. Well, it's a hard one, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my thing, well, my, yeah, my thing with like a lot of like is, is, you know, I saw it, to, I saw it the other day, maybe it was today or yesterday, but I saw, I saw it and it was like, Hey, should somebody, if they, if they love what they do, should they coach as well? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Cause like I'm in sales. Right. And like, not all sitting, like if you're, 
if you're a really good high performing salesperson, that doesn't mean you're going to be a great sales trainer or a coach or something. You're absolutely right. And and go ahead, because yeah. you're probably thinking the same thing. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, Chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chance asked me, she do. says, Mom, do you think you're a good teacher? <laughs> I said, that's a good question. Well, you know I asked the hard ones. Yeah, I can right. build a business. I can put numbers on the board. I can yeah. do all that. Am I a good teacher? We'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, but but also I feel like teaching mostly falls on the learner. Because that's Thank why you. I think that's why that's why my that's why I have the gray area. Right. That's why I'm like, mm-hmm. that's why I tell people like if and I don't have these conversations every day, like 50 people don't come up to me every day and ask me if they should get a coach. But mm-hmm. when it comes up, I'm like, you just need to be careful, because if you think spending a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or whatever these coaches are going to charge you. If you think it's going to change anything, you're like, you're lying. You're absolutely, you're lying to yourself. That's yeah, just, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. Because <laughs> like, if you think it's just like some magical, like all you do is hire a coach and your revenue and like, and people go like, well, obviously I'm not thinking that. And I'm like, obviously it's a lot harder than you think it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this coaches might tell you something that you might not like, or they might tell you something and they might get it wrong. Like we're just, we're human. Right? Absolutely. Everybody's <laughs> always learning coach, yeah. teacher, Profit, well, like, you know, like everybody's you know, like, always learning. And, and, and what, what works for one of my, like if, you know, coaches, right. If you're, if you're a coach, like one thing that worked for this client might not work for this client. Mm-hmm. It just might not be meant to be man. And so that's my thing is like, when you're learning, you just like, you know, uh, one of the best stories I, you know, that's told all over the place, but I heard um, from like Tiffany Barnes, she was, uh, she was on here with me, but she, you know, she was like, I'll just come work for you for free. Like, and I'll just learn. And I'm like, oh, that's a great way to do it. Like, mm-hmm. if you're ready to learn, like, go for it. If you want to put in the time. Well, <laughs> when you're an yeah. entrepreneur, you are working for free, basically. Mm-hmm. So you might as well right. take that. <laughs> I love it. I love that you said that. Because, right. like, people are like, oh, my time's worth more than that. I was like, well, no, you haven't sold anything you, yet. You're, you're not worth yeah. anything right now. <laughs> you got worth zero dollars. <laughs> you're zero right yeah. now. Like, what's your profit, what's your profit margin? Yeah, you know? well, uh, <laughs> like, no, I, I really like that, though. Because I, they're like, my time's worth more than that. I'm like, I don't think your time is worth as much as you think it is. <laughs> I man. don't think it is. And the other thing that I share with Chance, too, is just you know, the little kudos that you learn along the way, don't sit down with somebody that you can't bring the same knowledge to, mm-hmm. yeah, or at least yeah, yeah. be willing to be open to. Yeah, right? for sure. So if you're sitting down with the CEO, you better know something about his position and what he does <laughs> or don't yeah. fool yourself because they're going to see right through that. And then you're just another salesperson that's oh, coming to, for the, sure. to the table. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. It's just those, it's just those little things that right. on an advisory position, Um, you know, again, what you choose to do with the information isn't up to you, but Mm. just coming from a background of being successful and going through the trenches and again, starting a business in February and it being successful. The gentleman that you had on your show a little bit ago, Mr. Dalton, um, what was the gentleman we were talking about? Oh, Clayton? Br- Brian, Brian Clayton. Brian Clayton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said that it took such amount of time, twelve years to yeah. to, to of of experience to create a business in X amount to be up and running. I can't remember his right, exact right, numbers. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling Chancy. I said that's funny. I says it's taken me thirty two years to to put a, a business that has revenue on the books in three months, literally. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people don't realize the process, and I guess yeah. that's a point. I'm trying to make yeah. is you can get a coach, you can get an advisor, you can get an advertising mm. HC, you can do this and do that. But mm-hmm. if you're not willing to put in the hard work and keep those people on their toes and keeping them going <laughs> as fast as you can go sometimes, yeah, then you're, you know, you're going to fall short somewhere for sure. So you just have sure. to have your end goal in mind. 
Yeah. Write it down. Let it go and do your do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have for fun sure. and have fun while you're yeah, doing it. That's yeah. the key. Right. Never lose sight of having fun. Yeah. We. I mean, and that's my thing, right? Like that's what I. That's what I. My mission is to just tell people like you're you're missing the boat if you're trying to find like one industry that you're passionate about. And like I'm not for people who do like kudos, right? Like if you if you found it, like you've seemed to have found it in marketing, like that's great. But I know a lot of people who are like, I don't I'm not passionate about anything. And I'm like, but you're passionate about, but you're passionate about doing something. Passionate about money. Yeah. Right? You're passionate about money. You're passionate <laughs> about growth. You're passionate about like success in general. Yes. Like that's my, that's my thing. I'm passionate about success. And what success is for me is like getting better every day, learning better, learning more every day. Absolutely. And like being able to sit with people and like, just have a conversation. Right. Um, Cause yeah, it's just, it's, it's bananas. But I want to go back to one thing you were talking about talking to a CEO, right? Mm-hmm. So what are, what are some of the lessons you learn about how to talk to a CEO? I think that's, I think that's pretty oh, fun. Oh but gosh. Like, by the way, though, I know that some people, I know that some CEOs are just on paper. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but like, but like, but like CEOs, right? Like that's an intimidating conversation. I've had those. It definitely can be. I mean, when, when I know that I don't have the knowledge to match the conversation, I don't have the conversation. Sure. 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 <laughs> so sure, sure. I, Tracy will have it. Or (laughs) if I know somebody else, absolutely, I'll bring them in with me if my name's a part of that conversation. Yeah. But uh, it it can be a bit intimidating to go in with other people sometimes, especially uh, CEOs of these larger, (laughs) these larger companies that we talk to on a daily basis. And it's uh, maybe intimidating is the wrong word. I would more than likely say that it's uncomfortable because you go in there and they already have these big heads about themselves. Sure. And I would say that's one of the biggest barriers to breakthrough is trying to talk to them about an emerging technology (laughs) that, Hey, I've been doing this for so long this way. How am I going to change it up now? Exactly. And so I wouldn't say intimidating is the word that I wanted to use, but more of a, Hmm. How would I word, how would I word that? Because I, words are very important to me. (laughs) (laughs) They're very important to me. Uh, I was yeah. actually going to tell you about after you said success in your words, you said yeah. my, my version of success, because I was going to ask you yeah. define what yeah, success define, is define success. You. Yeah. It's very arbitrary. Exactly. Yeah, it's, so, very, it's very, it's up to you. Yeah. I would say yeah. it's, it's a little uncomfortable going in in the beginning. Well, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, especially being in sales and being oh, know, absolutely. Back, back in stuff is like, yeah, I mean, but I, but I, one of my favorite things is like, yeah. One of my favorite things when we go in a conversation like that, like I, I'm not here to waste your time. Like, and by the way, mm-hmm. one of the reasons I'm not a sales coach is cause I, I tell people like, you don't bat a hundred. Like if, if I feel like in the first 15 minutes, like this isn't going anywhere, I'll bail. Yeah. I don't need to waste your time. I don't need to waste my time. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not batting a hundred. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with excusing yourself yeah. from a conversation that you feel neither one of you guys are going to benefit yeah, from yeah, period. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, then, and yeah, and there's no hard feelings. There's no hard like feelings. I tell people that I'm like, Hey, it doesn't sound like it's working. Yeah. Right. But yeah. by the way, if you ever want to go get, if you ever want to go get lunch or something, you want to come over, right. whatever, yeah. like call me. Yes, yeah. well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, call, call me. And, and the thing about that is, is sales too. Cause I get asked this question a lot is, yeah. do, you know, does those people have to do this to be successful? You know, all you need to do is not have an agenda, listen, go yeah. in with an open mind, 
Don't be afraid to walk away. Mm-hmm. Share your product information. <laughs> and, you know, if it's a good fit, it's a good fit. Work yeah. out the numbers. Everything's yeah. negotiable, man. Don't yeah. make it so hard. Right, right, right. You right, know, right. Don't, yeah, like- don't, try, don't try to think you know what your customer wants, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I like that. I like that's one of the first rules of, yeah, it was my first rule of negotiation. Like, if you can't say no to a deal, it's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If you can't say no, it's a bad deal. Some things just don't fit. Like there's times mm-hmm. where people, unfortunately, because of COVID and so forth, the doors weren't open a lot, right? But yeah, that was a sure. huge, I like having feet on the street and going into businesses because for sure. I could walk into a business and feel a vibe and be like, mm, yeah, I'm, mm, I'm nope. just not good business right here. I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And so, so I'll leave. Or when I've gone against that gut, Mm-hmm. It's always come back to bite me, right? They always do. You yeah, always know. well, like, because, yeah, I mean, that's you gotta, true. You got to trust that. That's true. I mean, there's not, a, there's some people you shouldn't sell to. Yeah. Like if I sell to you, this is just going to be a bad, this is just going to be, it's going to be, you're going to think I'm screwing you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think you're screwing me the whole time we're in this deal. It's just going to be bad. So you, like, I got a referral for you mm-hmm. <laughs> and right, I'm going to move on. But, but yeah. unfortunately, yeah. um, you know, people have to put their numbers on the board and so they get into push sales, but that's for, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, different yeah. conversations. Oh, uh, no, I've been there. I've yeah. been there. Like I, I've, I'm like, Hey, I need the sale. I'll deal with the heat. Yeah. Right. And then I'm like, but I always, yeah, I'm like, I should not have sold that. Well, <laughs> I, should I should been, not. I should have walked away from <laughs> exactly. that deal. You know, but that's why, that's why like I break my first rule, but that's why one of my rules that I remind myself of, if it's a bad, if you can't say no, it's a bad deal. Like if you can't say no, if you, if you feel like you're desperate, you got to sell this, like right. something's wrong. Yeah. You shouldn't be right. feel it. And you know, that's really why we enjoy image eight creations yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. we have such a vast variety of offerings in the, in from business intelligence to marketing intelligence, mm. to sales intelligence, production, yeah, all the way space, through delivery. Man. Right. That's a big space. Well, when you've been in it for 32 years, there's not a lot you miss. No, it's true. <laughs> no, it's true. I'm just saying like, you know, you're talking about, BI, AR. Yeah. I'm like, and, that's and that's, AI, that's a lot. So the, the other product, um, is with analytics is 360 degree analytics when mm-hmm. you incorporate augmented reality. So that's where the business intelligence comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're, we're taking it from the marketing space into the strategy space. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're talking yeah. to the business that, intelligence yeah. people. Now is that, let me ask you this. Cause you know, what's going on with Apple right now, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, they're, they're shutting everything down. Pretty much like if you like if like on my phone now, every app I open since I've since I uh, uploaded the thing is like ask, uh, allow app, ask oh. app not to track. Oh, wow. Yeah. So oh. like you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but but now it's just it got even more like I opened up Instagram. Instagram's like and I don't know. I, I'm also like a data guy. So I ask it not to track. track. <laughs> See, but like, it's, I but, was not familiar with that. I did. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't. Well, so, so, but Apple, but it's a big deal. Like it's shut. I mean, like I, I remember when it first came out, like last year we were doing Facebook ads mm-hmm. and we went from like reaching hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. to like a thousand mm-hmm. because people were not tracking. They were not, we couldn't re retarget. So it turned into like, you know, funnels. Now, now we got to work mm-hmm. with funnels. Now. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm asking you, like, is this one of the ways that, not to, not that you can go around it, but that that marketing is innovative. Like now we can gather more analytics without having to use these traditional cross app tracking and well, stuff like yes, that. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Because again, it comes back to that organic set, that organic source of hosting, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an opt-in. 
opposed to a push because everybody's getting sure. pushed with all this information, right? Yeah. And um and all these ads coming at you from different spaces. Right, and right. so there's 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 rules and regulations with the information you give out there now, right? That's yeah. why I say that with people that have apps currently and and everybody was looking at that as a barrier. Mm-mm start pushing augmented reality into those apps. It's yeah. pennies on the dollar mm-hmm. and putting it out there a little different because you're going to have to get opt-in from people. And yeah. when people are opting in to go to your brand, it automatically gives loyalty. And when you can yeah. bi-directionally yeah. talk to them, right? Cause right mm-hmm. now marketers just is slamming information. Well, we want bi-directional communication. Yeah, you Ask be me able what to... I want. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, mm-hmm you know, have hey, a conversation. Cool yeah, I mean, and that's what made social media. I mean, that's why it was a big deal when Apple started doing this, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what, that's essentially uh, what social media was. You know, you, you, a brand would get, get their profile and then they would start talking to their customers and commenting. Right. But it was very limited, but not like, you know, this sounds like a little bit more than that. Well, they're tracking behaviors is what they were doing a lot yeah. of times. It's yeah, tracking yeah, yeah. the behaviors, right? Well, not everybody's behaviors are the same. Right. When you put a little bit of bling in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah, what they yeah, call yeah, it yeah. disruptive in the market. Okay. When you can be disruptive in the market through um, incorporating a new way to get your message out there, yeah. then naturally you're going to feel a shift. When you see all the big markets and the brandings that are doing the augmented reality, mm-hmm. it's costing them quite a bit of money to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well, we fit in the space for everyday business owners yeah. because we work with a non-code engine, which makes it a lot more affordable. So That's we good, can yeah, still give point. the same impact, if not more impact, working with the, the small to mm-hmm. mid-sized business owners in augmented reality than the big boxes can. Okay. So don't mm-hmm. forget that because we're <laughs> delivering and that's huge when we're dealing with different marketing budgets, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a company, we work with a lot of nonprofits. They yeah. have to use their marketing budget very wisely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't mess around with that. You can't and, mess and around with, nobody can really with no, their marketing nobody can, budget. But especially nonprofits. Cause they're, they're, I mean, yeah, I've, they're I've regulated worked on the, on I've worked things. on the back end of non, yeah. nonprofits and that's a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, Not a mess, it's just hard. When like, I don't you, want to do it. When you can take a communication and turn it into a media rich evergreen piece of, of entertainment mm-hmm. and interactivity and increase your customer engagement by 10 times. Oh, and by the way, if you're doing <laughs> huge direct mail between um, uh, May and August, it's a 2% discount on all your mailings if you include <laughs> augmented reality. So you really, if you do yeah. the math, you could be paying for your paying for itself, right? Yeah, which is the, I mean, that's the, that's the hope for any marketing. Well, for any marketing. But when you get a big yeah, piece yeah, yeah. of direct mail, right? You're putting out 150,000 direct mail pieces, which there's a lot of companies, auto dealers do it all the time. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, right? yeah, I, that was a big, that was a big yeah, one. Huge. And it was unbelievable. I was like, cause you know, I'm a millennial. I'm like, dude, I, I literally throw that stuff away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but other people don't. Like some pe- people see that, they're like, what? They're like, what? <laughs> Well, and so imagine you okay, get a cool, you get yeah. a um, a direct mail piece, and it's for an auto dealership or a museum, okay, or a mm-hmm. zoo. But mm-hmm. maybe you just can't make it to the zoo, but you can walk through the gates of the zoo and be right in the zoo. Yeah, okay. Cool. It's a portal, and that's what we offer. 
And you would drop a door down. You would walk through the door and be as if you are in that in space. Zoo, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So concerts, <laughs> we just took some 360 degree video. So if we wanted to upload that into an augmented reality portal, you can so, walk through the door and be in the concert. And so, and that's, so that's kind of like, so you use that to like draw people in and like, and, yeah, and then you stuff. deliver your message, right? Okay, because yeah. you can do it for tours. You can do it for a tour for recruiting. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, we have a and then, and, then that, and that's how that's how it converts, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, you go through this. They're like, okay, I like this. Okay, I'll buy. I'll buy the ticket. I'll buy the. I'll buy this. Yeah. So so for instance, we have a client that um, is a massage company, right? Okay. And they do recruitment and they do tours of their massage place. Okay. And so for people that can't oh. make it to their facility then they can just do video to where like they are. Yep. And they are experienced tour, yeah. to where they open the doors and they walk through the doors and they're literally in their facility taking that's a tour cool. of it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you so can, you can see like, it before you go there. Yeah. 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 And you can, and you can experience it. That actually, mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> and, and the interactivity. Hey, do, you think, do you think you could do that with cars? Absolutely. Yeah. They do it a lot with, there's a lot of. Um, like, like, like if I will, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I have an, I have like a, this specific idea in my head, mm-hmm. like, uh, like a, like a walkthrough of a car. So like I have a brand new 2021 model mm-hmm. and I, and I have like an, like I AR the inside and the outside yes. of that mm-hmm. car. Yes. You could do that. Yes. Dude, that would change. That would you change the world. You can get video inside yeah, of that just, car. You would just. Like yeah. you, you could put mm-hmm. that on, you put that on your website or put that in, in a, in a direct mailer and just say, Hey. You have, you know, you have the older model of this car. Here's this new car. And by the way, you don't have to come to the dealership to look at it if you don't want to. Yeah, you can, you can hit this right here. Real time. Yes. Boom. Here's the car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you like it. Yes. You can talk to him about yep. the car or you can Jeez, have, dude. or the sales rep can give the whole demonstration of the car. And right that's there. what it's huge on, right? Because again, dude. we deal with um, McNeil printing, right? So yeah, they'll go yeah, out yeah. and do site surveys. Well, they want to sign. They'll be able to drop an augmented reality sign on there, get sign off from their customers and be done. So think about the sales yeah, process. Dude, think wow. about the interior designers that can take furniture into a home, drop it and design the whole thing, get sign off for their customers and have before they make one purchase, before, because that's a yep. night I've, I've interviewed in, interior yes. designers and that's, I mean, that's your number one fear, right? Absolutely. Like, this didn't look how like your customer's mind in your mind, like, you know, Yes. can be totally different things, but you can be saying the same. That's correct. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's, it's what's called digital doubling, right? Yeah. And so you, you take image, you get all those and all furniture manufacturers typically have images yeah. of their, yeah. of their stuff. Right. And so literally Wayfair does it a lot, right? So yeah. you can design your whole home and yeah. have your $8,000 order signed off in an hour yeah. and, and start well, delivering. Cause it's I'm just huge. thinking of like, like I think of the automotive industry, right. Mm-hmm. And like, we like, we like cars, we, you know, we have to have a car, whether that's a new car or used car, it doesn't matter. Like most right. people need a car. Right. And so like, um, one of the big things is like, dude, I just want to look at the car. Like, I don't want to buy today. I don't wanna... mm-hmm. And that's, that's always the conflict between a customer, the sales guy and management. Right. Right. It's like, that's, that's the fight. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they said they want to look, did you really ask them that? You know what I mean? Right. And the Can sales you get that sale yeah, today? This, get this, that sale today. Yeah. This sale, <laughs> so the sales guy is in this weird, awkward middle, mm-hmm. middle position. So I'm just thinking like, that would be, that would be phenomenal. Yeah, and to be able to walk through a car and not like have to meet a sales guy because like they're not fun to meet. Like I get yep. it, I'm a sales guy. Well, and, and <laughs> but it breaks the barrier with the salespeople. Also, you wouldn't think that yeah. um, the legal space is used in augmented reality for in-trial demonstrations as well as yeah. um, you know business cards. It breaks the barrier of the boring. Uh, real estate agents, you know, it's, oh, yeah, it gives that, the like personality. A of, yeah, yeah, a walkthrough of the home, just whatever. But Shoot. again, 
it breaks the barrier of the personality with the um with with the the vertical market if you will yeah. those dry areas the, the attorneys the salespeople that some people might just think they're slimy. Well, I'm not a sure. slimy salesperson. Yeah. I really want to show you this car. Yeah, no, it's yeah. cool. Because it, it, that's the weird part you're in, right? You're <laughs> like, I really do want to show you this car. Or like, I want to show you this product. Yeah. Like, because you have to see it, right? Like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I am saying like, but I'm saying like, you, you wouldn't spend a dollar on it if right. you didn't mm-hmm. like it. Right. What, no matter what it is. Like I sell software now. I sold machines. Yep. You know, if it doesn't do what you want it to do, it's now it's just a like, you overpaid for a paperweight. Absolutely. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like, the other, cool. the other cool. really cool okay, thing I that I, I feel that we like to stress is that um, augmented reality really helps you take your brand or your your band. Um, if you're an artist, it really mm-hmm. helps take your, your image and your identity further faster. When mm-hmm. I said that V420 got into the, the different states and the countries, and the cities that they got into, again, mm-hmm. they would have never been able to get in there without physically going and traveling and getting exposure and double exposure in mm-hmm. those states, right? Yeah. So that's huge, especially when you're an artist and you can look at that data again mm-hmm. and see, hey, we're getting a lot of pull out of this Roseville, San Jose, Sacramento, mm-hmm. Bay Area. Well, it looks like we're going to have to go down there. Yeah, we're going to have to go yeah. do it. We're going to have to go do something. Yeah, so, make an appearance. Yeah. yeah, and so again, just pulling it back to the everyday business owner. Don't get shied away with thinking that it's so expensive or so difficult mm. to integrate into your marketing plan because it's not. Yeah, well, and and that's why that's why this one spe- that's why my podcast specifically focuses on small businesses. First of all, there's more of the, there's more of us than there are of the big guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we just see the big guys more. And I and I. I don't want to get into that, but, but like, yeah, but like helping small businesses is like a big passion of mine. Like, cause, Same. because like people just, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, start the small business, live life how you want. Like, I believe that a small business should, isn't necessarily supposed to get you to billionaire status. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people don't, don't start their business because they're like, I'll never have that idea. And I'm like, yeah, but you missed, but you don't, what you don't realize is most of the people up there on the Hill living up there are small business owners and they just live comfortably. Like yeah. they like that Happy lifestyle. Happy freedom, yeah. right? Yeah. They just like, they're, they're cool. Like, yeah. you know, and, and one of the, one of the big realizations is like, I've met a lot of these, you know, I've had the pleasure of meeting a few, a few millionaires and billionaires and stuff like that. And like, you know, a lot of them have like met Jeff Bezos or these people. And they're like, I, I don't know if people realize that they might not even want to live like that. Mm-hmm. Like they might not, even, you know, some people do. Right. Cause like, you know, and I don't know if Jeff Bezos is happy. I don't even know. He didn't know me. I don't, I don't really give a shit. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. you might not even like that life. Yes. Have you, have you actually ever, you know, you think it'd be cool to fly on a jet every day, but have you flown every day for three days straight? Uh, That's a nightmare. Actually, I she used has. to fly about 80% of the time. Yeah. I mean, I evangelize the United States and Canada, right? So yeah, I'm on the yeah, road yeah. and it's not as, um, as glamorous as people think it's it is. Sounds, right. Yeah. It's, I had yeah. a traveling sales gig where we, yeah. I mean, I didn't travel that often. Like we did it once a month and we had to like, and I, once a month I was like, okay, this was cool. Like the first month I was like, I'm going on a business trip. <laughs> yeah. shit. Right. But this, the third month, I'm like, this is stupid. I want to go home, dude. I don't want to be here. Airport, I don't want to be here. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. My stint was going on four years, 80% travel. Well, and, shoot, and I'll tell you, it, uh, yeah, you love to hate it. Right. But, yeah, but it's <laughs> like, it's, 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 but, it has its moments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying like, if people got to do that, you got to do that. And some people might like that, but I'm just saying like, that's what, that's one example of what, of the picture that I try to paint for 
entrepreneurs is like, I just want you to be happy, man. Like yeah. if you can be happy making four grand a month, that's all you need to make. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like, you know, if you can, if you could be happy making a hundred thousand a month, go make a hundred thousand Run your business. Exactly. Don't let your business run you. <laughs> yeah, just go be, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, I know that's so cliche. I sound, but I'm just like, just be you dude. Like if it, if it takes two grand a month, that's all. Well, then be happy. And like, you're right. And the shit. thing about that is here's the, here's the little <laughs> key to it. And it's, it's a word that the people just hate sometimes process. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Figure out your process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Design yeah. your formula, and then just enjoy what yeah, you create yeah. after autopilot, that. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. And it, yeah, autopilot, autopilot. Yeah. It's nice yeah. that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's the idea, right? And that's why you know I made a video on this the other day, but like I. I don't like the word passive income because it's not a it's not a real phrase. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's residual income, and that's actually really cool. But that just means like. That you're, you're still involved. Like, I like that phrase because it still makes it, it gives it that, like, you have to be involved because you active. should be involved. Yeah. You're, yeah, active, you're active in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not passive. Like right. <laughs> I've never, like somebody's selling you something. Somebody's running a, a gig. If they're, if they're trying to tell you right, that you don't right. have to work. Right? <laughs> they're hustling, and that, there's nothing wrong with hustling. You yeah. got to hustle. Yeah, but. dude. Okay, cool. Well, I appreciate you guys' time. So let me, let me just uh, end on this now. How do people find you? Where do they go? What's the website? What do you want them to, where do you want them to go? Thank you. Well, you can reach out to us at either I am chance at C H A N S E at image eight creations.com or I am Tracy at T R A C Y at image eight creations.com is the best way. Our website is still um, in the works as we are getting all of our <laughs> AR codes mm-hmm. together oh, to yeah, post man. and oh, so, so forth. So let me st- hold on. We've been going for, we've been going for almost an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, you know thank that. you. Um, but so you got, if, if I, sh- if I scan an AR code, what happens? <laughs> it's going to take you to an experience. So we recently just put out one with oh, OG shit, cannabis. I got to do this. All yes, right. you do. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Woo. I got to see what well, I got to see. If yeah. I had my mobile device on <laughs> me right now, I would let you scan it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, no, we have uh, our OG cannabis one that we just put out. We have the 420 V boys that's still up uh, okay. and still being scanned. So cool. Cool. after this, I'll, I'll bring it up for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. But okay. I was just like, Oh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep So, so your website's coming. Mm-hmm. They reach out to you guys. Well, great. Or you can, um, you can follow, uh, I'm chance on okay. Instagram. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll drop all those in that. Yeah. You can find car. us on Facebook and then also you can find me on LinkedIn. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, well. I love LinkedIn. It's Definitely a, that's one of the, on that's, that's one of the organic <laughs> ones, huh? That's left, right? Or it, you LinkedIn's know, I, special. Yes. I do like LinkedIn. I, I feel yeah. that it gives you good, valuable information. Um, yeah. and, it's like and the, just not a lot of noise. Yeah. It's like the mix. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good mix, but like it's a professional mix between like Facebook and Twitter. Cause you can, it's I, what I've seen on there is it's more like, it's not a lot of videos on LinkedIn, no. more like long posts and like blog posts. Information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's a lot yeah, of yeah, good, yeah. good information, information. Yeah, good yeah, yeah. webinars, good seminars, just good information that you can get off of yeah, LinkedIn and, people, and good connections. Yeah. It's really, it's really networking. Like yes. There's not a lot of sales on LinkedIn. Well, right. I take that back. There's <laughs> some of it. But not a lot but of not like, a lot. Not a lot of it. No, not they they, they of kind it. of circle around sales directly, right? Yeah, they try sure. and teach Which you how good, yeah. to do it and yeah, so yeah, forth yeah, in yeah. the sales kind of way. But no, I, I like it because yeah. it is uh you I, I think that the people on there are just a little bit more <laughs> um genuine in the process and the way that they do business. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like LinkedIn. And, and do you just, uh, yeah, but again, just like with anything, you got to sift through the people who Absolutely. know what they're doing. Absolutely. Know what they're doing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I appreciate it guys. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much Don, for having me.